another edition of Beat the Closing Number presented by TheLines.com. You can follow The Lines on Twitter at TheLinesUS. You can follow The Lines MLB lead analyst Motowara on Twitter as well, just as it's spelled on the screen. I won't bother messing it up and spelling it out myself. It is at Motowara. Just a couple games to get to on Thursday's MLB slate on June 15th, starting off with Rockies and Braves, and then a big AL West matchup between the Rangers and Angels. But before we get started, remember to give the video a thumbs up and ring the bell to get notifications whenever the Lines releases a new sports betting video on any market, including most day-to-day bets, which can also be found in the Lines Discord channel. Typically, for some day games like today on Thursday, Mo has at least one other bet, maybe a Live ad, something of that nature. So you want to join the Lines Discord channel. Link is over at thelines.com in the top right-hand corner. Play.thelines.com is where you could find your chance to win a $25 Amazon gift card daily in our MLB Pick'em Contest. But Mo, speaking of Discord, I know you had one bet in there last night. And you also did well on your lone video play on Beat the Closing number yesterday. Yeah, somehow the Orioles didn't score seven runs with their clown lineup. Um, so <laughs> it worked out for me. Barreos, I even put him into my fantasy lineup after I sat him last week against the Rays and he shoved. So I definitely thought disaster was coming since I was all in on this one, but uh, it worked out for me. And then I did add the Phillies because Goat Corbin Carroll was not in the lineup. So anytime Goat Corbin Carroll is not in the lineup, I'm interested in fading the Diamondbacks, especially against a lefty. I know he's not going to do that great against lefties, obviously, but I mean, he's just so good, especially, you know, when he's facing relievers and stuff like that, that come in in those games. Yeah, I just, the market really didn't like react to Corbin Carroll not being in the lineup. So I thought that was crazy since he's been one of the best players in baseball this year. So I added Phillies. They tried to blow it, but they came through. Yeah, somehow you rarely see that where the road team scores one run and that's good enough. But the Phillies are back at 500, astonishingly, and we'll see if that record sticks or if they can get over over the Mendoza line with a day game against the D-backs. That's taking place after this recording. But Mo, let's get started with Rockies and Braves. Colorado 12 games under. Atlanta, the best record in the National League at 42 and 26, therefore in first place in the AL East. It is Kyle Freeland against A.J. smith Shaver and Braves as high as minus 260 in the market. I know you mentioned Goat Carroll, so this would be then an instance of something smith Shaver. and the best number on the Rockies is plus 210 on the money line. Atlanta has the second-best WRC Plus against Southpaws this season, and that has a lot to do with how well Ronald Acuna Jr. is swinging the bat. The odds-on favorite were just around that mark as of this recording to win NL MVP. And Sean Murphy, who was acquired in the offseason from the red-hot Oakland A's despite losing on Wednesday night, he's also fared very well against left-handed pitchers. So I know you are going the other way. You are not backing the favorite or even Atlanta on the run line in this spot. Yeah, this is going to be a scary one. Um, Not going to be a comfortable sweat for sure, but I did play the Rockies. This one is a really interesting one because of Smith Shaver. Um, He's very like, you could just throw a dart at a board 
kind of and just figure out what his talent level is because I don't know how to project a guy who has literally sub-30 innings above a ball. I mean, that's counting his brief MLB appearance so far this year. I don't even know how to project a player like that. Um, it's kind of like with Bryce Miller earlier this year where I, I just it's really tough. Um, but I will say the innings he's thrown so far in major leagues have not been good at all. Very low chase rate, very, very low swinging strike rate. He's not hitting the zone very often. I mean, you're talking about a 20 year old here who not just a 20 year old, but a 20 year old who hasn't been focusing on baseball very long, um, drafted out of high school, 2021, um, was a, big time like Texas high school football star, I believe, and committed to Texas Tech for both sports. So like he has not even been pitching or focusing on baseball all that long. So he's very unpolished. I I know he's a great athlete, but I'm concerned that he isn't an MLB arm um, at this point. Really big range of outcomes here in that sort of sort of situation. That that makes me think you can do some pretty creative things with this game. Like I know Kyle Freeland has terrible peripherals and the Braves crush lefties, but I do think he's going to get better results than his peripherals. He's done it in 900 plus major league innings with half of those coming in Coors, which usually means your peripherals are going to often end up being better than your ERA because of batted ball results, right? Like those are going to be bad in Coors, but he hasn't been, so I think he's going to outpitch his peripherals. And I think with the wide range of outcomes that Smith Shaver could have, like you could have a Rockies, you know, five two lead early in this game. Like you could have Rockies parlayed with the over here. You could do Rockies minus one and a half. Like you can do a lot of different things here to get a really big payout. Um, because I do think the Braves are probably going to score some runs. I also like the that the Braves played a doubleheader yesterday and really depleted their bullpen. Um, Nick Anderson and Rysel Iglesias threw a ton of pitches. I think, and A.J. Minter, I, I know he didn't throw a ton of pitches, but he did pitch in both games, which means he did have to warm up twice. So I think the Braves are going to be down to their like C squad in the bullpen here. Combine that with a starting pitcher that I don't have any confidence in. I don't think the Rockies should be anywhere near this big of underdogs. But that being said, this is a really tough spot to project. So you can get creative with this one, or you can just bet the Rockies. I think either one of those is good here. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not going to surprise me if the Braves win 9-5 to five or whatever. But uh, I do think the Rockies are too big of underdogs here. Second of two games to get to, Mo. Less than a little hour later, it is Angels at Rangers. Texas in first place in the AL West, sitting at 42-25. and 25. LA 38-32 and 32 after taking the first two of three in this series. Shohei Otani, who is the odds-on and then some AL MVP favorite. Cheapest number in the market currently, which you can find over at thelines.com. Check out the latest, not only futures odds, and price shop, but also for day-to-day MLB bets like Rockies, Braves, and so on and so forth. But cheapest number on Otani is minus 225. Evaldi is a Cy Young candidate in his own right, and Otani is certainly in the mix there, although you would think AL MVP and 
that's it for him this season, considering the wealth of starting pitching in the American League led by Shane McClanahan. So for this game itself, Texas anywhere between minus 126 and minus 140 to win the game outright. Total of eight and a half, but there are some juiced overs at eight with a bit of a cheaper under. And the Angels have had a lot of success, keep in mind, against of all these secondary pitchers, splitter and cutter. And that's really no surprise considering LA has a borderline top five offense across the majors. So big matchup and the best matchup of the night by far. Angels, Rangers, what do you got, Mo? Yeah, really exciting game here uh, for sure. Two pitchers that are dealing this year and two teams that are solid. I mean, obviously Texas has been great, but Angels have been very, very solid as well. Um, man, that's insane that Otani's didn't realize he was minus 300 for MVP now. This is crazy. Uh, anyways, it's warranted. I, I mean, yeah, I, like he would win for sure if they had the vote now, but like there's still a lot of season left. I mean, minus 300. Wow. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, Otani's having an interesting season on the mound for sure. Um, really slider heavy like we have talked about before. More walks, fewer whiffs. You would think that would be um, some big warning signs, but man, nobody has been able to square up the baseball facing him, which is understandable when he's throwing that sweeper the way he throws it. Uh, 84.7 exit velocity still. This is as good as it gets. I mean, yeah, I just, I think it's really hard to fake that over this sample. Like we've gotten to a big enough sample where that sort of thing should be smoothed out, smoothed out quite a bit. Um, I do hope he mixes in his other pitches a bit more here. Texas, very, very strong versus the sliders. They are the best in baseball so far this year. Yavaldi, I just think he's not as good as his numbers. I know that all the peripherals support it so far, like ERA, XERA, FIP, all start with a two. But I, I the only major change I could find, honestly, with him is that he did ditch his slider, which is a good move for him. I think uh, that's been his worst pitch that he's consistently thrown the last five years or so. Um, so I think that's good. Like, I think he'll be better than, you know, his career numbers, but we're still talking about a guy with a 4.05 ERA in over 1300 innings pitched. I mean, I just can't really project him better than mid threes ERA, especially with the offense environment being higher this year. So I do think Otani is the better pitcher here. I do think, Obviously, with Texas having a slightly better offense and a better defense and home field, it does cancel out, I think, most of the edge that Otani brings here. I do like that Carlos Estevez is going to be back available. I mean, even yesterday, like, the Angels should have won if they had their bullpen available. They probably would have won yesterday, but they tried throwing their bum relievers, and uh, they got wrecked after Reed Detmers fired a gem. I think plus 110 is as aggressive as you can be with this one, though. The market has started to come down. I got something like my plus 115 on the Angels. I have the Rangers as very, very short favorites. So, um, yeah, I, I think the Angels are a good bet if you can get plus better than plus 110, ideally. Plus 110 is as far as I'd go. It's starting to come down. So, unfortunately, some morning steam on the Angels, it looks like today. And as much as we like to hone in on pitchy metrics, to your point with Evaldi, if you look at his last set of opponents, maybe over the, over his last six starts or so, Rays, he gave up four earned on Saturday. Granted, Texas won that game 8-4. to four. 
The Seattle lineup that has pretty much struggled over the last month or so. They put up some solid scoring outputs against the lower tier competition, but six innings, one hit allowed in his previous start against the Mariners. Then Detroit, Pittsburgh, Atlanta, he gave up three earned and Oakland. So yeah, the pitchy metrics may be warranted and there may not be signs of potential regression during a certain stretch of a season for a starter or granted a a large sample size like his first, the entire body of work for him over the course of his first season in Texas. But you have to think that against a lineup like the Angels, like I mentioned, they match up really well against his pitch mix when it comes to his secondary stuff outside of his four-seam fastball. So I would agree with you. I think the Angels at plus money, if Otani ends up, like you mentioned, dictating his own uh, solid pitch mix, then I think the Angels are a solid play. But that's going to do it for this edition of Beat the Closing Number, presented by thelines.com. Remember to follow Mo on Twitter, at Mo Noir. You can follow the lines on Twitter, at the lines US, and I'm on Twitter, at Eli Herskovich. Thanks for watching and listening. So long, everybody. 